Hello and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Aaron Richards. I'm one of the executive directors here at Damascus, where we are working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. I'm also one of the co-hosts here on St. Gabriel Radio of Beyond Damascus, where encounter meets mission. Check us out here on Saturdays or download the podcast wherever your favorite podcasts are found or check out the video on YouTube. Friends, today we're going to be reflecting on a special gospel from Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do, now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do, so that when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of olive oil. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another he said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. Once again, that's from Luke's Gospel, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. I've got a funny story for you. So I was, I was reading through the Gospel of Luke just, just a couple weeks ago, and I ran across this reading from Luke chapter 16. And as I was reading, I said, you know what? This verse, th- these verses are so difficult to understand. I need to go and do some research. So I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm being asked to, uh, to share this reading from Luke chapter 16 with, with you today. I want to suggest a couple things that we might gather from these words that otherwise might be rather confusing. Here we see this interaction between, between the, uh, the boss, the land, the land owner, the property owner, and the steward who acted dishonestly. And ultimately, after his dishonest, at the conclusion of his dishonest behavior, the rich man goes to the steward and he commends him for acting prudently. Is this Jesus giving us permission to act dishonestly? so that we might earn material benefit? Uh, No, of course not. Um, When you look at commentaries that reflect upon this scripture, there's a couple things to keep in mind. Number one, we see that in the midst of Luke chapter 16, these verses sit right in the middle of two pretty unique scenarios in scripture where Jesus is uh, really telling a comprehensive story. It, it'd be too much to get into the, into the weeds today, but suffice it to say, if and when you run across a difficult-to-understand point in Scripture, like the one that maybe we're reading today, you'd do well to look at the verses or the stories that come before and after. Okay? I want to speak about this one, though, specifically. 
the words at the conclusion of this story are, are very important. The children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. We should not be surprised when we encounter those individuals who may, because of their secular dealings, be more effective in secular work, right? We're not going to get too far in life if we're constantly grumbling and bellyaching over the next uh, billionaire who's got a more comfortable life than you or I. Uh, that's, that's simply going to be a, a waste of our, of our energy. It makes sense that those individuals who are actively engaged in the world may be more prudent in dealing with their own generation. But there's a distinguishing factor that Jesus identifies in this parable, that of the balance between what is secular and what is eternal, what is, what is temporary and what is eternal. We see that this individual, when faced with the dissolution of his temporary riches, he makes a prudent choice in sacrificing what is temporary for what will last. In this case, sacrificing riches for friendship. We would do well, friends, to do the same. To take a good audit of our life and ask, where is it that I can sacrifice my attachment to temporary things to bring my focus on friendship, on family, on relationship with the Lord? on what is eternal. God bless.